If you worry about what other people think, soon enough, you will be on the sidelines of your life. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Millionaire Woman Show. Let's get at her today. I'm so excited. And, you know, every time you join me here, it is so wonderful, and I am grateful beyond belief. So today, I want to talk to you about being okay with mistakes, being able to embrace these times where we have our greatest learning opportunities. And, you know, let's start with what is a mistake anyway? You know, I was looking this up and there is so many different synonyms or different phrases for mistakes from slip ups to misjudgments to miscalculations. And, you know, mistakes put us in a position to learn in some way and also learn what doesn't work. I want you to think about some of the mistakes that you've made in your life. And I know it's on my hand, it's going to be more than, you know, 10 for sure. And, you know, but all of these ways, you know, people are like mixing up failure, like in their life, there's no mistakes, there's no wrongdoings, there's no failures. If we can shift and reframe it to looking at these instances as learning opportunities. So I have to tell you, I was walking through the bookstore the other day, and sometimes I will get books that people refer to me, but then there's books that seem to leap off the shelf. And I, I, I'm not kidding. This book, I looked at it and I was like, my biggest mistake it's called Epic Fails and Silver Linings by Terry O'Reilly. And for two days, I kept telling everybody about this book, my biggest mistake. And as I was flipping, I went to the index because I wanted to see what other stories there were, because every single chapter is about an epic mistake that led to brilliant ideas, turns and events. And it is so enthralling. It offers insight. It offers thought-provoking ideas. It stimulates creativity, but it also offers hope when we make mistakes. So I learned that the book is called My Best Mistake. But if you look at the cover, the IgG is looks like it's erased by an eraser. And for two days, I kept telling everybody about this biggest mistake. And I just love it. This cover is so simple, so brilliant. And I just, as I read each of these stories, I'm enthralled, enthralled with the fact that some of these big celebrity names that we think about, that they seem sometimes we put them on a pedestal and we think they're untouchable and we you know, think that they're living this glorious life, but they have struggles just like everyone else. You know, people say, yeah, they put their pant leg in same way you and I do. But some of the stories that 
the ones that caught my eye the most, you know, I'm still in the midst of it, but I, I couldn't help but jump on to talk about this topic because we think about mistakes and how many times have you beat yourself up, given yourself that self-emotional abuse that you really screwed up? How could you do that? How stupid was that? And you keep going and going, or you look at the past and you wish you could have changed something, but it, it went the way it went and you're living in regret. Because remember, anything in regret is in the past. Anxiety and worry tend to be in the future. When you're in the present moment, you're feeling whatever you are in this moment and have control to change anything. So in this book, I'm going to share just a couple of stories that intrigued me the most. And one was about Steve Madden of Madden Shoes. Now, when you think about the shoes and how he learned how, and I'm not going to tell you all the story because I really hope that you do pick up this book. But in this, in the book, he talks about how the shoes and how he got caught up on Wall Street and, you know, Wolf on Wall Street. The movie has a little bit about him in there. And he ended up going to jail because of a stock market fraud. And there was some other things that went on. But he was so innovative, so creative. And in his time in jail, he worked on himself. And, you know, one of the phrases that got my attention is that he really, this situation itself helped stretch him beyond his own perceived limitations. And that's what I find interesting is that we can get caught up in our own limitations, not knowing that we can move forward, not knowing that we can change things and become a different version of himself. Madden says that the huge growth came from realizing his own limitation. And, you know, like he said, when people go to prison and, you know, people want to forget or try to forget, he maintains that he wouldn't change a thing. And everything he has done has brought him to this moment. He has, his personality softened. He became more empathetic. And there's so much about him. And then that mistake made him who he was and how he moved forward. And he became philosophical about mistakes, saying that mistakes can be a very good thing. They can have led to great things for his company. And if you're making afraid of making mistakes, you get gun shy. And if you're gun shy, you're never going to make that big leap into whatever you want to do. You need to believe that some mistakes are necessary in life. And if you're willing to fail, that means if you're not willing to fail, you are not willing to take a leap or a reach for things. The other story that really grabbed my attention was Steven Spielberg and the movie Jaws. And I know if you've watched the movie, um, the making of the movie Jaws, you probably have heard some of this, but I had no idea that they created three mechanical 25 foot versions, life-size versions of a shark to make Jaws. But then they went to Martha's Vineyard and they put the, these mechanical apparatuses in the water, not make it, realizing that saline was going to cause them to rush and corrode and break down the mechanics of everything. So here was Spielberg, still not, you know, famous in any means, his second or third movie. And he was sitting in his hotel room with no script because now he couldn't follow what he thought he was going to do. 
there's no time or money to make new sharks. And it forced him into a place of creativity. And he said to himself, what do people fear the most? They fear the unknown. So that's when the dramatics of the music and just seeing the fin in the water, because it is the unknown. And how he was able to play on that was so powerful. And now one of the greatest movies of all time launched him into his career. And just reading some of these mistakes leads you to see the greatest breakthroughs. And I, you know, it takes me back to when my son was eight years old and he, we were at an ice festival and he was carving a heart. He was making a heart for me out of this ice sculpture. And there was one part where there was, he made this chip and it took off a big piece of ice and he cried because he said it wasn't going to be perfect. And I, you know, reminded him that, you know, often, and, and even it talks about in the book, the person who makes the mistake doesn't always see that the mistake is being made, or they think it's so insignificant, and they don't realize the consequences. Now, this is art. And when I think about art, it's only the artist who knows that there's a mistake because they see it as a mistake. But even in one of the stories, they was talking about a recording session for music and that a line went in or there was a laugh at the beginning and they kept those in because if it would have been perfect, it wouldn't have had the same impact as the mistake in there. The mistake made it so much better than perfect. So this is where I really want you to think about some of the mistakes you've had. Where have things turned out to be better than perfect? Or have you been saved from situations that could have happened because these mistakes or delays or obstacles have shown up and prevented you from going a certain direction? So I find that mistakes, they force you into creativity. They get you to think differently. You have to do things differently. Mistakes also teach us they really make us determine what's important. What do we value? What do we like? What do we don't like? What are the things we need? What are the things we don't need? Isn't it interesting how these mistakes bring forward to find out what's important to us? And it's so interesting when, you know, there was this part of me when I was doing my research for this is what's the biggest mistake we make in life. And, you know, people think that it's all these different things. Maybe you went bankrupt. Maybe you went to prison like Steve Madden. Maybe you've, you know, done all of these things that you feel are so horrific. And, you know, it said, the Buddha says, we think we have time. Now, it doesn't matter whether you have a spirituality or religion that you follow. Those words can ring true for everyone. We think we have so much time. Yet the time we have, we often take for granted. And if we can sit there wallowing in this mistake versus taking the lessons that we learn to move forward and keep going, then we're really missing the mark. 
mistakes also have the ability to have give us compassion for ourselves and others. Mistakes also help us expand our mindset and shift our perspective to seeing ourselves in a different light. Mistakes are not the enemy. They are not the be all and end of all and devastation. Yes, there can be some dire consequences, but on average, most of the mistakes that we make in life can be corrected or there's a way to tweak things or the way to, you know, just own those mistakes, take the lesson and, you know, use guidance from yourself or others to move forward. Mistakes are not a bad thing. You know, one of my biggest mistakes is that I put, I put the trust of financial decisions in the hands of another person. And it cost me to the tune of $20,000. And this was years ago. And I needed to pay it all back. And I had to work extra and put a lot of effort in and make sacrifices. But one of the greatest lessons that I learned is don't assume that everyone around you knows better than what you know of yourself. Don't assume that others will make the same decisions with your financial choices as you would. And, and that when you owe others, you often, not everybody, but you often have this ball and chain effect. You feel tied to them. You feel like you can't do anything because you owe everything to that person. And that was my internal dialogue, right? Some people might not have reacted the way I did, but that was the way I chose to respond in that time and that season of my life. And now I have seen things so differently of all the ways that it could have been handled in a way different manner. Had I been more trusting and more confident in who I was and what I was going to allow others to tell me. Because at that time, I believed the other person knew more than I. At that time, I thought, well, if they know so much more, I'm going to put this trust in them. And they would never do, you know, get us to a place of needing to, um, that I need to pay extra money. But lesson learned, and that's several years ago. So I have moved beyond that. But the thing is, we all have different mistakes of different magnitudes. And instead of carrying that burden of feeling that we have caused so much damage in our lives or that we owe others so much. What I want you to do is think about your mistake. I want you to see how you can embrace that mistake and realize, yes, there's consequences. And if there's something that you do need to apologize for, make a heartfelt apology. The other things are, you know, to remember if you stood in your truth, to continue to stand in that. There's a story in the book as well about someone who stood in their truth and they were ridiculed and they lost millions of dollars in contracts. And yet at the end of the day, because they stood in their truth, things turned around 
And they were able to continue in their career at a very high note, you know, or saying something that is your truth and being true to yourself is more important than, you know, holding yourself back because that self-betrayal is a big deal. It's like when you're breaking all those little commitments to yourself, that's a big deal. We think that it's not, oh, you know, I'm going to skip the gym today. Or I told my friend I'm going to go to that, but uh, I really don't feel like it. And you make up an excuse versus telling them that you just don't feel like it. You are breaking commitments to yourself, violating maybe even your values. Give yourself the grace that you need to find the hidden gift, to find the lesson that you need within this moment. Your biggest mistakes. Take that big eraser. Give yourself permission to take the eraser and erase the IGG and know that it was your best mistake that led you to this moment as to where you are today. There are successes that led you to the person you are today. There are mistakes that have led you to the person you are today. And I tell you, my friend, you are completely awesome, perfectly imperfect. And that's exactly where you need to be. I know I, I'm a recovering perfectionist and I have learned, and this book has even reinforced it, that some of the mistakes or errors or wrongdoings are nothing but learning opportunities, creating this masterpiece of art called life. And so when you think about those mistakes, please don't get into a place where you're going to be continually doubting yourself and, you know, beating yourself up for the choices in the moment. Yeah. It might not have been the smartest idea in in the moment. You might've thought, how did I even get myself here? What am I going to do? Know that there's opportunity. There's opportunity in here for you. But when we are in a place of beating ourselves up and, you know, the amygdala is hijacked, you cannot think rationally. So the best thing to do, take a couple deep breaths, look at how you can reframe the situation, look for solutions, look for the possibilities of where this is leading you to. What can be done differently? It's like taking that kaleidoscope and continually shifting it around to see everything from different angles. Like Spielberg, what do people fear the most? It's the uncertainty. It's the unknown. And he used the dramatics of music, the power behind where people are drawn to. You know, other things about standing in your truth or, you know, when you have a surplus of something, what are you going to do with it? Ideas come to those who are open. And when you are open to looking for the possibilities, solutions will come. Ideas will generate. But when you are in a place of beating yourself up, you block that reception. You block that ability to bring in ideas. So it doesn't matter if there's 
this area in your life that's going on for you that you've made a mistake, take the lesson. What can you do differently? What do you have control over? Where can you find great, get more knowledge or do some research? If it's your business or your organization in leadership, things happen. Life happens. We're human beings. We're not infallible. But how can you embrace the situation, embrace what consequences come about, to really think about what is the lesson? What is it that I can do differently or shift and move into a new place? Where am I being led to? And being able to trust that where you're being led, you're being divinely guided to what is where your next lesson will be. Because you will not be, like if you're growing, there's going to be things that go off track and just normalize it. I think we get so caught up in things needing to be perfect, planning to every second and, you know, portioning everything off that we forget to just embrace and be present in the moment thinking, what is it? What is the best thing I can be doing right now? Your mistakes are your greatest learning opportunity. And as Terry O'Reilly has on the cover of this brilliant book is my biggest mistake is actually my best mistake. Epic fails and silver linings. And uh, yeah, I want to give a shout out to Harper's Collins Canada for this brilliant book, Terry O'Reilly, for just bringing to the surface some of the mistakes that people have made that have led to their greatest breakthroughs. Now, this is not eye-opening. It's not that you don't know that it doesn't happen, but how often are we talking about mistakes that have led us to these opportunities to learn, grow, and become the best version of ourselves? Thank you for joining me here on the Millionaire Woman Show. Again, I'm your host, Deborah Kozowski, and I am just in awe that you come and listen and send messages. I want you to tag me on social media, put a post of whatever episode you're listening to, maybe even put down some of your greatest nuggets that you've brought. I'd love for you to go over to my website and grab the Reset Your Mindset PDF report that I have there for you to really get into. Are you caught in the fixed? Are you caught in the growth? And how can you reset so you can be open to the possibilities before you? As Muhammad Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And as always, go out and make today great.